Hello, and welcome to the Financially Free Females podcast. I'm your host, Katie Elker, and each week I'll be discussing practical tips to help you on your path to financial freedom. If you're ready to pay down debt, build wealth, and increase your abundance, you've come to the right place. Thank you for joining me on our shared quest for financial freedom. Let's dive into today's episode. All right, you guys, today I've got a super special guest, Jessica Arkey. She paid off $150,000 on her mortgage in 14 months. Jessica, thanks for being here. I'm so excited to chat with you today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Kitty. Ever since the, the day last month in May, it's something that I like love to talk about and encourage people to talk about. So I love what you're doing and I'm happy to be a guest today. Uh, Yay. Awesome. I'm so excited. Okay. So first off, I want to go back in time for a minute. Take us back to like, what like motivated you and your husband to do this? Like, where did it kind of start? What made you want to like pay off all your debt and be mortgage free? I mean, it's something that actually started like in the very beginning of our relationship, but really what catapulted us to really hyper-focus on our mortgage was going to the car show. We were going to the car show with anticipation of buying a brand new car. <laughs> we had saved money. We were going to buy a brand new car. We were looking at what we wanted. Obviously, cars are super expensive. I mean, I still drive my truck that I drove in high school. Let's just put that in a perspective. <laughs> awesome. Um, and so when we went there, we came home. My husband was on the interwebs, on the WWW, searching like, how much should one pay for a brand new car? And he came across Dave. And he's like, babe, we can't buy a brand new car. Like, that's ridiculous. That's an obscene amount of money. Like, we really shouldn't do that. Why don't we pay off our mortgage before we do anything? And so at that time, we we're like, okay, like, I can get behind that. And the more and more we listened to Dave, the more and more, like, our why became important, like, why we were doing this. It wasn't just because, like, we wanted to get out of, you know, mortgage debt and hurry up and buy a brand new car. Like, it evolved and became much more than that over time. But that is what started us on the journey. Cool. That's awesome. And when you say Dave, I just want to make sure everybody understands we are talking about the Dave Ramsey, correct? The Dave Ramsey. Yes. The <laughs> polarizing Dave Ramsey. You love him or hate him, I feel like. But yes, yes absolutely. And I um, actually just pulled my audience to see people. I had very strong opinions like one way or the other, but I think you and I can both agree. Yeah. He is a very motivational when it comes to paying down your debt. And I don't know if there's like, was there one certain like resource or book or audio that you listened to of his that really like sparked it more than others? Or was it just kind of, you just started, you know, watching, watching his stuff, listening to his stuff and kind of went down the rabbit hole and, and soaked it all up? We kind of went down the rabbit hole, rabbit hole. And initially I would say like my husband was more gung-ho about it. Like I was just like, yes, I'm along for the ride. I'm committed to doing this, but in the beginning, it was like the more and more we listened to Dave, the more and more we were committed to it. But then it came became a point where like we were listening to Dave so much that we could just like, we could say what Dave was going to say before he even said it. Um, <laughs> so I feel like Dave does a great job of like reaching the masses. And for a majority of Americans, like the more and more research that you do on it, like Dave is a good fit for them, right? But I feel like for my mm-hmm. husband and I, there was also a point where we felt like we kind of outgrew Dave. And that's not to like discredit what he's doing or people that um, love him and what he's doing, because obviously that's how we got started on this journey. Um, So I say that, um, you know, with gratitude in my heart to him and what he's offering, because we've gobbled up all his free content. It was just the podcast. It was his YouTube channel. And then, um, you know, being introduced to Dave, that obviously he has all of his Dave Ramsey personalities, like his daughter, Rachel Cruz, and uh, Ken Coleman is great, especially because 
as we continued our journey, our why had more to do with like, we want the freedom just to like quit our jobs if we want to quit our jobs. Like the job that I have now, like I'm grateful for this opportunity. I, I've been here almost five years. It's a startup. It pays great. Um, but I've seen, you know, two life coaches, a few therapists, like it has been a roller coaster. And there have been days where I've just wanted to walk away and um, finance your integrity is kind of the, the fire um, way of saying it. The, you know, financial independence, retire early community says just finance your, your uh, integrity. And so there have been days where I would have loved to just do that. Um, and that really became my why. That's awesome. Yeah. And I love that you mentioned the fire you know, concept. I think that's a really new concept to a lot of people, yeah. but it's definitely gaining steam. And I think more and more people are drawn to the idea of being able to walk away from something that is not serving you or, you know, maybe becomes toxic at some point where you really just need a break and not being, you know, having, not having to be locked down to, you know, a mortgage payment, which typically is the highest expense for people, you know, their living expenses or their, their home. So that's awesome. Yeah. And, and I think that it's just not like, Oh, I don't want to work. It's like, I want to, I want to do something. And maybe that doesn't mean I'm the next thing I do is I'm going to make more money. Maybe that means I'm going to make less money. And I think paying off your mortgage and being in a position where you have the margin to do that. Um, it's so freeing. (laughs) Um, you know, everyone's like, well, how does it feel? And I'm like, I don't know that it feels really different. Like it's kind of like initially it was like, Oh, let's celebrate. And now it's kind of like, I don't really feel any different, but it's more of a relief, like a, you know, a breath of fresh air than anything. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I could totally see that. And I think too, it just gives you choices. Like you said, you don't have that mortgage payment. So I think that's, you know, a big thing in the fire community is just having the choice to work or not work or do something different or do something that you really have been called to do. And I think, you know, you know, not having debt makes, makes that possible. So that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So you mentioned it was your partner's idea first. How did he get you on board? And like, where did you guys start? Like, what did you start cutting out? Where did you start saving? How did you walk me through? Like, what did that look like? And did it kind of snowball? I know, I think when we originally talked, you said, you know, the goal is to pay it off in a certain number of years. And obviously you blew through that goal um, and paid it off in 14 months. So tell me like, how did you guys do it? Like, what did it look like? And how did, how was, um, you know, like what role did your partner play in, in convincing you or just like supporting you, I guess, and making sure that you guys were both on the same page? Yeah. And I think if we just like to set context, if we were to rewind even further, like when we first met, I had credit card debt. He had no debt. So like credit card companies loved me, hated my husband. Um, and he encouraged me to get out of, get out of credit card debt. So I did that before we were even married, but then I had student loans. He's a veteran. So he got to go to school on a GI bill. So he didn't bring any debt into this <laughs> Um, relationship. So, and I only paid off my student loans, um, what was it, the summer of 2015, 2016. So that hasn't been that far along either. But over the past, I would say five years, we've actually tried to budget a number of times and failed. Um, And I think that goes back to the why, like, why are you doing this? You know, it has to be more than, oh, I want to be debt-free. Like, why do you want to be debt-free? What is that going to allow you to do is important. But once we decided to do it and we were kind of on the Dave Ramsey train, we downloaded the Every Dollar app. Um, and for the first three months, like we sucked at budgeting. And that's what he says, like, give yourself a little grace. Like, you know, it takes some time to really understand um, where your money's going, but also what are realistic expectations, which I think is important. So it's, you know, don't get discouraged in those first couple of months, I guess is um, what I would say. But once we had the Every Dollar app, it was, 
it was the first time where we really felt like we were doing like our finances together because we still to this day have separate checking accounts. Like I can see his and he can see mine. We have separate savings account. He can see mine. I can see his, but they're separate. Um, so this felt like we were doing it together. And then for me being a visual person, I mean, I like instant gratification. You know, we, to your point, we gave ourselves three years and that was our like red goal. Like we absolutely have to do this in three years. If we're going to commit to it, this is when we're going to be done. We're going to allow ourselves three years. I bet if we really tried hard, we could do it in two years. And to your point, we, and to what you said earlier, like we did, we did it like super fast. We did it in 14 months. Um, so after about two months, I had just gotten back from a work trip and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I wanted to go to the outlets in Florida and buy new Tory Burt shoes and a new bag and I couldn't do it. Like, help me get excited about this. So we did the paper chains um, and every chain represented a thousand dollars. So every month we paid the mortgage, we were able to cut some off. And I think that just that visual helped me. And I think it was something that kind of encourage us both. Like every month it was coming together, talking about it. We're excited. Look at our progress, go us, um, which was really motivating throughout the whole process. Yeah. Cool. I like that idea of making it visual and having something that you can like physically like check off or tear off, I suppose in your case to make that progress more real. So then I know you had mentioned this before when we had a conversation, like looking back, obviously you mentioned the not being able to go to the outlet and buy shoes or new bag. Was there like did you feel like there was a lot of stuff that you had to say no to? Like, was it harder than you anticipated? I know, you know, you had mentioned looking back that, you know, you didn't miss those things, but during, like when you were going through it, were there things that you really wanted to buy besides bags and shoes, <laughs> shoes that you, you know, you couldn't or like what, and like walk me through. Cause I feel like for my audience and a lot of people in general, like the thought of having to save you know, an extra so much a month or cut it out of their spending to put towards the mortgage seems really daunting. Like what did that look like for you guys or how, and how did that feel? Um, I think that the, you know, the shoes and the purse, like that, I don't know that I was ever like super frivolous in my spending, but like every time I would go on a work trip and there would be outlets, like I really would kind of go nuts a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, you know, initially I think yes, but after we paid off our mortgage that very next weekend, we're like, let's go shopping. You know, each gave ourselves like $1,500. And I'm, I suck at shopping now, Katie. Like, <laughs> I went and I'm like, I don't love anything. So I'm not going to buy anything. I didn't buy a single thing for myself. Um, I think that what I did miss was the convenience of going out to eat. Um, mm. That's what I missed. We don't have a dishwasher. And the other piece is like, yes, we paid off the 150000 in 14 months, but like we bought a Wonder Years house. Like it's by no means like super big, brand new or anything. Um, we love our house. We love our location, but we don't have a dishwasher and our kitchen is rather small. So to meal prep every single day and every single night and do the dishes and work, like I just, that was exhausting for me, I would say. So to ease up on that a little now, post-mortgage is really nice and appreciated. I bet. I bet. Uh, I don't think the last time I didn't have a dishwasher was college. And I, oh, I remember those dishes stacking yes. up and being like, who's going to dry uh, the dishes? Um, yeah. That's awesome. Good for you guys. So it was just like being more mindful, having that visual, cutting back on things. I know I always talk to people too, like housing is usually the number one expense for people and food is the second. So by meal planning and you know making all your own meals, you can save a ton of money a month just doing that. 
and you're healthier. Like, you know, I feel like with that, like you're, you're more mindful about what you're putting into your body too. And, um, we've definitely been that way. Like we don't eat nearly as much meat as we used to. Um, cutting out sugar has been huge for us. So I think just, and I think, you know, and Dave Ramsey says this too, like once you become disciplined in one aspect of your life, it trickles into other areas. And I feel like, um, eating and nutrition and exercise has definitely been one of those areas because you're trying to find ways to have fun and get out of the house that are low cost as well. So there's that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And there's a lot of free ways. I don't know. Did you guys keep a, like a, did you have a gym membership or, um, you know, did you have certain like exercise expenses or did you really try to like work out at home or, you know, take advantage of the great outdoors and get outside and be active? Yeah. So going, just being outdoors has been something that's just been kind of a part of our relationship since the beginning. But, um, last year I had bought a road bike and so like road bike, my husband, he's now training for a marathon this fall. He, he's so disciplined. It's disgusting. Um, so he just does it in, you know, the privacy of our own home, but we've talked about getting memberships now that we paid off our debt. Cool. So yeah, yeah, so now that the debt is gone, you have a little bit more flexibility to spend money on things that you obviously had cut out for last years. What yeah. um what would you give like for people that are interested in paying down their mortgage, reducing their debt? What are some like maybe smaller steps or actionable things that you feel like they should do right away or like what advice would you have for them? Well, I think first and foremost is just understanding like your financial profile, just understanding how much debt you really have and how much interest you're paying, you know, on a monthly basis. Cause I feel like if you figure that out, it's kind of like, uh, like we were supposed to have a mortgage to 2044. We took out a 30 year, which is disgusting in and of itself. But, um, once you understand those things, it like just, it gives you pause and puts everything into perspective and reinforces why you're going to start the journey. Um, and you know, in total, we say we're going to save almost a hundred thousand dollars in interest. Like yikes. Huge. And I know people. Yeah. And even on, you may mention of your Facebook post about like, you know, what are your thoughts on Dave Ramsey? Some people are like, you know, three to 4% on your house versus seven to 8% returns. Like I get that. But in the same, in the same breath, I would also say like, are you really going to invest that amount of money in that short of time to achieve those results? And I think it's probably unlikely. Um, but if you're at that, like in that season of your financial journey, awesome. But I think for most people, they're not like, and I would even say for us, we weren't. Um, but from the Dave Ramsey and having graduated a little bit, like we're exploring other people like Phil town, for example, he has the whole like rule one thing in October, we went out down to Georgia um, and did his three-day workshop, for example. But we're by no means ready to like jump in and start investing in individual stocks right now or real estate. So um, for us, for us, it was the best use of our money at the time. Cool. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like you said, I don't think people would spend you know over a thousand dollars around that amount to put into investments yeah. on their own every month. So that is a good point. That's not something I thought about before. So. So I guess on that note, just real quickly then, did you guys kind of like have a plan? I know originally the goal was three years, then it was cut down to 14 months. Was it like, we're going to pay this much extra every month? Like, did you kind of work backwards, like by design, like, or was it just like any free amount you decided? Or was there a set amount each month that you were like, we're putting this towards the mortgage this month? Um, 
Well, I think that, so, and I didn't even finish answering your other question, but this kind of will lead into this next one. So the financial profile is one thing, um, but it's really, again, setting those realistic expectations for yourself to feel encouraged to keep going. So for us, it was like, this is our goal. We are going to get to the end of it. And so we didn't have any um, like predetermined amount each month. It was every month we would say, okay, are you going to work overtime? Are you going to get a commission check, Jess? Like all of that is going to eventually just go into the mortgage. And we didn't have anything that we could sell, but we each had savings that were higher than our three to six month emergency fund. So we were able to throw some of that at the mortgage as well, but it was really whatever's left over. And of course, giving yourself, you know, 500 to $1,000 like buffer in our um, accounts every month, because obviously the zero base budget is a little scary. Like you don't want to over, um, overdraft, but yeah, no, it was exciting. Cause it was like, Holy smokes. We have that much money left over. Like, yes, throw it. Let's cut the chain. That's awesome. I love it. And I like that you did. I feel like the chain with the thousand dollar increments, like that feels a lot more doable than when you look and it's like, Oh, we have 150,000. Like then it's just 150 chains. So that's great. Super smart. Cool. Well, what's next? So you paid off your mortgage. I know you just talked, like mentioned Mm -hmm. briefly about investing more and maybe getting to real estate. What is like, what's your plan now that you guys are, are mortgage free or debt free? Yes, that is a fabulous question. (laughs) I think we're kind of in a state where we're trying to figure it out ourselves. Um, A new car is definitely a new car to us. We're not going to do a brand new car now, but um, a new car to us is in the cards. And then deciding what we both want to do professionally um, is the next step. Um, While I love the nature of what I do, I feel like I've been doing it for so long. I'm just kind of getting a little bored. Um, So I'm ready for something new, I think, at, at some point. But we, we're not going to buy a new house or level up anytime soon. We still kind of want to live the way we've been living and not, not um, get too far ahead of ourselves and increase our lifestyle. Like, cause we do, we have everything we have, you know, everything that we need. And it, I don't know that it's definitely, it's living like that life of scarcity. Like we feel like really blessed to have what we have and have how, you know, live how we live. I mean, this month we've been a little more generous, which is nice. But other than that, I think it's just continuing to maintain and be cognizant of where our money's going. Yeah, that's great. And I love that you mentioned that even when you guys had given yourselves, you know, that hundred or $1,500 to spend after you paid off and you're like, there's nothing that you really love or want to buy. It just, it becomes, I think, so much of a habit and and more so, more than a habit, but like a, a state of being or like a certain mindset where you do have enough. And I know I have heard things in the past where it's like you get to the point where it's like you have the money to buy the things that you no longer want. And so you don't end up buying them. And because you've gotten, you know, so used to not needing those things, you realize that you're not buying those things. You realize you don't really need them or want them as much as you thought you did. Well, and for a while there, like we were creating lists of what we thought we wanted. <laughs> like, this is what I'm going to buy when we can, you know? And like, it's like, why the heck did I put that on the list? No, I don't even need that. Um, we significantly reduced our discretionary spending, obviously. I mean, to the point where it was $100 each. That's the, all that we had. And that was going out to eat with friends, a Starbucks, you know, whatever the case may be. It was $100 and that was it. And there was one month where I, you know, bought the 
shoes that Instagram was telling me that I needed. And I'm like, why the heck did I buy these? Like, I don't even know. I think we're just pressured so much by marketing and advertising to think that we need stuff. Um, But once you can, and I guess test yourself is maybe the appropriate word. I'm not sure. Initially, you just, you learn what you really need and what you really value when you go without and don't just impulsively buy things over and over. Yes. I love that. The list idea. I do that too. I call it like a a can wait list and then put all the things that I really think I need or want right now and see how long I can go without. And then you realize after a while, like you don't, you know, some things, yes, maybe you still want to get, but most of the time you convince yourself otherwise. Well, and it's like, yes, that would have been convenient to have for that day, but like, what would you be doing with it now? You know, like, do I really need a new dress for every damn event? Probably not. (laughs) Probably not. Is it nice to have? Is it fun? Does it make you feel good? Yes. And you should do things that make you feel good. But I think over time you learn to value like higher quality pieces um, than, you know, just impulsive. I'm going to go to Target and get a new shirt. Yeah. Then having more stuff. Yeah. The whole like quality versus quantity argument. My husband is on the minimalism journey right now and it's just like stressing me out. I'm like, you're getting rid of that. Yes. Yes. I want my stuff to own me. I'm like, you are too, you're too much. You're too much for life. That's great. You know, your husband and I would probably be friends because I'm always trying to, to get rid of stuff around our oh house too. God. Yeah. He's, he's intense. Trying to stop he's me. intense. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, Jessica, where can people like follow you? I know you were starting to post things about your journey, your head, where, like yeah. what's the best place to catch you? Well, I'm on Insta. I haven't been nearly as active as I um, have historically been, but my husband is anti-social media. Um, but I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Um, Jessica Levon on Instagram and Jessica Fritz on Facebook. Awesome. And I will take that up in the, the show notes so people can follow you. Awesome. Well, this has been really great. I um, learned a lot. I think your your journey is just so inspiring and encouraging to other people who feel like they can't do it or it just feels so far off. And I think the the most important th- takeaway for me is that just like challenging those like societal norms of like the thirty year mortgage and you know the things that society says that we should want and need and you know having a different way to look at things and creating your own roadmap for what you want your life to look like and the freedom that that's allowed you to. So, thank you so much. Any anything else that you want to add before we sign off here? Um, no, I appreciate being on and I appreciate what you're doing. Like it is really exciting. And I think important for people to focus more on, um, you know, their, their financial health. And some people are like, you know, YOLO, you only live once. And I think that my life is only going to get better now that I'm debt free. Um, so I think that there's kind of two thoughts, um, on that subject, but I love what you're doing, Katie. I think that it's so important and, I honestly feel like if if I can do it, if we can do it, like anybody can do it. And Dave Ramsey does have on his YouTube channel, like the debt-free screams. And those are so inspiring. If you are discouraged, um, you know, they've had stories presented on there of people that have made more than us and it's taken them longer to pay it off and people that have made less and it's taken shorter to pay off the amount of debt. So I would go there if you're ever having a bad day or feeling discouraged. Cool. That's awesome. I'll have to check that out too. Hey guys. All right. So that was my interview with Jessica Arkey on how she paid off her mortgage in a mere 14 months. I thought this interview was so inspiring. It really has made me think twice about how we're paying off debt and, you know, what our plan is moving forward. I know some of you are familiar with my 
debt-free by 40 goal, which is roughly seven years from now. So I, um, yeah, just thought that was super inspiring. I hope that it inspired you as well, or gave you some, you know, just a different way to think about things. I think we typically fall into the trap thinking that we can only do things one way, take out that 30 year mortgage or even 15 and pay it off. So that being said, I'm hoping to bring more guests on like Jessica to inspire you. I really enjoyed speaking with her and learning from her. And I hope you did too. With that, if you enjoyed this episode, head on over to iTunes, leave me a five star five-star review. Tell me what you liked. Let me know if you have any questions or if there's topics that you want me to touch on on the Financially Free Females podcast. And if you haven't already done so, subscribe so that you never miss an episode. I typically release new episodes on Tuesday. All right, guys, until next time, cheers to your abundance.